to win in style, we've done it for a while, it's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory Season 5, Episode 9. I'm ASD, who are you? I'm Jack. And that's it. Andrew and Dan have uh, dumped us. What well, is my fault? I, uh, I was at the doctor's yesterday. So we're at Dream we're, team today, though. Yeah, the best people turned up. So And actually, Stato's on a ban for um, whoring himself out to a Liverpool podcast. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So uh, we don't have a first question, so we'll go straight into it. Um, f- Liverpool, you were there. I was I w- there, yeah. I watched on the box. Um, first things first, how was the, the atmosphere with the Klopp and everything. I, I thought it was a bit of an anti-climax. They had a lot of banners Liverpool, a lot of like Klopp, We Believe, yeah. all of that stuff. Um, and they were quite like sort of noisy the first five minutes. But once we got through that initial spell where they hit the bar and how that didn't go in, I don't know. Oh, once we got through that, they didn't really do, you think do anything Liverpool. Which side do you fall on? Do you think it's Klopp, um, it's Liverpool, it was a good point, or it's the worst Liverpool side that we've had in, in years come to the lane and we should have done better? I think saying that, that they're a poor team is maybe a little bit harsh. They've got good players, they have, and they're probably at a similar level to what we're at. But I've never seen Liverpool come to Spurs and take a point. I've never seen that. Like yeah. With about 15 minutes to go, when the game was opening up, he took Klopp took off Coutinho and put Joe Allen on. Yeah. And like as soon as he did that, that just sort of said, yeah, he's happy with a point. Which was strange, because Liverpool, if the teams of the years gone by, will always come, and even if they're... 2-1 up with 10 minutes to go they'll always look for another goal they never they never sit back like that so that was quite strange um, but I think that they're a team that's just just lack quality now like I think they've got a good balance of sort of like players that work like Milner and they've got Coutinho but just that cutting edge in the final third I mean if Origi's up front you could, like, do you know what I mean it's not it's not if you compare to what they had before with Sturridge. Suarez Sturridge yeah. Gerrard and now it's Origi Lalana, Milner it's a poor team, isn't you know, it? You can, I think, I think Klopp can only do so much with that, and maybe going to Tottenham, being a bit tighter at the back, is probably the sensible thing to do for him. Yeah. So a good point for us. Like, could we have done more? Um, we created enough chances to win. We had yeah. three or four really, really clear-cut chances. Kane probably should have had a couple. Ali probably should have scored when he had the rebound one, which yeah. was blocked. That was unlucky. That was it for me. That was the chance. But I mean. They they definitely did not deserve anything more than a point in Liverpool. Oh, no. um, but then you could say, could we have done a little bit more in the final third? Probably we could have done. But I mean, it's another home game where when I left the ground, a lot of fans were quite disappointed. They were they were moaning and being like, it's not good enough. But we've drawn to Stoke, Everton, and Liverpool. Granted, three points in those three games is not great, but the performances have been pretty good. Like yeah. other than nicking the goal, like really, what more can we be doing? We've got the best defence in the league at the moment. So we, if I remember correctly, we're two points up on like for like games last yeah. uh, versus last year, and we've got a plus seven goal difference on where mm. we were last year. So if you, it's easy to forget where we were last year, and where we were last year is I think the third or fourth worst. I think we were the third worst defense yeah. in the league. Now we're I think one we of shipped as many goals as Hull or something like that. Yeah, wasn't it, we last went year? down. Yeah, and now we don't look like conceding any game and. It's a big when Paul Merson comes out and says we should be top of the league because if like you say those three draws that's an extra six points yeah. we could have had um, and then the loss to Man United that should have been at least a draw yeah. um, so it's it's very positive and this is I mean let's stay on Liverpool before we get anywhere else um, I Kane is he I don't want to say we should drop him but is he now in the Soldado reign where we want him to succeed and he's playing well. But he's not scoring. But that's okay. Maybe. I mean, I think when we when we look at 
how Soldado was playing. His all round play, he wasn't really contributing that much. I didn't think, but I still think Kane is bringing so much. Like his hold up play, and like you think back to the City games where he just wins free kicks out of nowhere, and all of a sudden you go two one up. And did it against Liverpool. His hold up play was great. Like everything that went up there stuck. Yeah. He runs the channels well. He gets himself into positions where, all right, he should have done better against Liverpool. He had the the couple that Mignolet saved, but. You, I don't think we can compare to Soldado because Soldado was hiding in, in, in games like that. He wouldn't get himself into positions where he can really even have a shot or goal. So yeah. At least I think the worrying signs with a striker is when he's not having any chances. That's worrying. Whereas at the moment, he's true. just not taking them. Because Soldado wasn't even getting chances, nah, he was wasn't. He? And we were blaming it on the way we were playing more than anything, but he scored two goals in five appearances for Villarreal. So, OK. I do think as well, like, the way Kane's playing is really helping Eriksen. Because it's given him an extra five, ten yards of space and like the damage he's been doing with it. He's such a wonderful player, isn't he, Ericsson? I mean, there was that time when he came in from the left and drifted across to create the, the, the last chance I think we had properly. Uh, he's a wonderful, wonderful player. Um, the, other, the other revelation, the man of the match, uh, was Dembele. Now, again, it's, we've got Super Jan coming out saying he's probably the best defa- mid- midfielder in the Premier League and he's a nightmare to play against. And you flip it and he doesn't pass forwards. Um, and he's one of those ones where it's an exceptional talent for one specific attribute, mm. but then his all-round game is... I mean, he he scored... A couple of goals. He's not scored many for us, has Not it? scored he's enough. He doesn't assist enough. So there's a, there's a big portion of his game missing for someone who's an attacking midfielder, really. I know he's played defensive in the weekend. Um, but where do we stand with Dembele? It's a difficult one, because like, I think we've said, or now I've personally said sort of over the last year, that he's got all the attributes and he should really be doing what someone like Rams is doing at Arsenal and really yeah. dominating games and winning games himself. He's got all the attributes to do that. Against Liverpool, he was brilliant. He was the best player on the pitch by a million miles. Like He didn't do anything wrong. His distribution was great. His dribbling was great. Like he, he, all right, Maybe he could play forward a little bit more, but I actually think that Games suit him the most when the opposition come to us and press high. Yep. I think that's when he's Massively, suited because yeah. he gets the ball and he just goes round two, no problem, and the game and he opens the game. I think when when he struggles is when you get a team like your Stoke come eleven men behind the ball, defend deep, defend tight, and you have to find the intricate pass, which he's probably not got. Yeah. But when teams play like Liverpool and really come at you early on, he's great. So is he good enough? To to stay, I mean, um, is it? Uh, someone comes in, offers how much do we pay for him? Sixteen. Uh, someone offers thirteen million for him. Do you take it? I don't. It's a difficult one because uh, I imagine that Pochettino finds Dembélé the most frustrating player because you know in training he's doing things that no one else there is doing, that no one else is capable of doing, and then he puts him in on a match day and he, he doesn't quite get it. For me, if he can string, because we've seen performances from him like the Liverpool one. Plenty of times in the Spurs show. We've seen it over and over and over. It's just consistency. You never see him have five, six games where he's just absolutely on fire. So for me, that's not good enough, therefore, because if, if we have to find the game to suit him rather than him suiting the game, Definitely. if that makes sense, it's, it's just not good enough. I'd rather have someone, I always say this, I'd rather have someone at 70 consistency, consistently than 85 sporadically. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's Poch's vision, is get rid of all of the, the dead Deadwood, Adebayor, Lennon, who, who would be amazing one day and then awful the next day, and have consistency in Mason, 
Bentaleb, all of that. But I do think with him, I think this season he's been quite consistent. I think back to... Dembele. Yeah, I think at the start of the season he was sort of playing in a wide right position and everyone was like, that's a bit of a strange selection. And he looked really good, got injured and he's just sort of come back into the team now. I, th- I think this season's been his best spell for us. I think he the games he's played so far... He's hardly played though, is he? Would he play the first three league games? Oh yeah, three, 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 four league games. I thought we really missed Mason's energy in the middle. Yeah. Like there, there's a big, there's a lot being made out of the fact they're the first team to outrun us this season. You could see it happening. Like they closed us down incredibly. It seems so simple when you watch it. The thing is, I think like a lot gets read into how much of a team ran, but what that shows me as well is like how much of the ball did they have? Yeah, like they did a lot of pressing in the first twenty minutes, a lot, but they didn't really see the ball that much. And then yeah, the no, second half, it it seems to be reversed where we were pressing them really high, but it's really because they've got the ball. So yeah. it's sort of like it's important, but to a certain extent, like you need if you've only got thirty percent possession, but you're running a thousand meters, like do you know what I mean? It's no good then. I think oh, that's a, such a good point. But there's so much focus on stats and w- in, then the interpretation of that, but it could mean one of a hundred different things. So I think that point about um, running stats showing how much you've got the ball is actually yeah. really really interesting. Um, it should be because they got tired as well. You could tell. I said after about f- twenty five minutes, like <laughs> Lallana was absolutely shattered. He's M- Milner. How did Milner stay on the pitch? I, he should have gone for that Rose tackle outright. But he could have gone after about 10 minutes. Yeah. He, he didn't get booked after, I think he'd, he'd done Ali after about five minutes. Yeah. Um, and n- no card. And then five minutes later, he did Rose. And again, no yellow card. And we were saying, like, he should be off. Like, that's two yellows. Yeah. How he survived it, I mean. And the ref bottled it. I think he's just not as strong. And it was the Klopp thing. And um, Deli Ali, I, was, I know he's the, the favourite at the moment, but I was a bit... I'm not going to say his worst game because it wasn't bad. It was just very average. You yeah, know? I mean, I thought in the first half he was great because I thought he really did a job on Coutinho because he just yeah. Coutinho was yeah, pretty right. much the whole game right. wasn't there. Um, second half, I mean, he faded a little bit, but I mean, he's 19. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, it's, no. it's, it's not easy. Like We're not going to expect consistency from him at this stage. Yeah. Um, but it was a different performance from him. I've not seen that defensive side to him before. Yeah. Um, which was really good to keep someone like Coutinho quiet. That's no, pretty that's good. Fair. That's fair. I like the nasty streak he's got, Deli oh. Ali as well. Like when he put Milner down as well, I quite like that. We've got a few now, haven't we? We've got a bit of a bit like Bentleb's got a nasty streak. Mason's definitely got a yeah. nasty. Lamella's got a horrible streak, and then um, Rose's goes in yeah. big, doesn't it? I think Rose is just a horrible man. <laughs> 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 Chadley out. Is that bad or is that good? He's been struggling. Not good, but you know, is that is that convenient? It's it's difficult one because he's such a good player, Chadders. Like he will, he will never give the ball away. He'll always contribute with a goal, but I think he's struggled lately. I just don't think that he's been on the top of his game and could probably do with a little spell out the team, just on the bench, maybe yeah. just for a couple of games, just to sort of rejuvenate him a little bit. We don't want to see him getting injured, and we're, we're quite short at the moment. But Townsend, that, this is his chance. So in now. we saw when we went up uh, Swansea away, Townsend made a big difference, yeah. you know, and against Bournemouth, who we were just going to sit deep. I'm not sure Townsend's necessarily right, but I mean, he'll shoot and we'll, he yeah. will, we're more likely to get goals. Uh, any more on Liverpool? I don't think so. I think we've pretty much covered it. Just how good Toby and Jan look, like that looks... As good a partnership as I've seen since since the King graced the turf. So easy to forget how good they are and how bad we work. It it it's probably the biggest difference from one season to the next, apart from when we lost Bale. You know, yeah. in in improvement, I've never ever seen. I just think Toby just looks like just the complete defender. Like there's no attribute he's not got. Like he just looks unbelievable. I 
he's one of the best signings we've made. Yeah, like def- the most definitely on point signings. I, I love a defender, and I think you like a defender yeah. as a defender. And he, I haven't seen him make many mistakes, and we'll talk about Toby another time. Um, we've got two games. We've got Anderlecht on Thursday, five thirty kickoff, and then we've got Bournemouth away. I mean, Anderlecht is um, where is it? Anderlecht's away at the Constant Van den Stockstadion. Nice. Um, what team would you put out? I don't think that they're a great side, Anderlecht, at all. Um, they lost to, to Karabag, who are the Kazakhstan team in our group. I mean, and they're poor. And Anderlecht lost to them. So, But having said that, we've got a lot of injuries at the moment. And it's not really in a position where we can really juggle the side too much. Yeah. I think Dyer will probably come back in. So he didn't play against Liverpool. You'd probably expect Tom Carroll to probably start in that game. Um, maybe Kane will drop to the bench and NG will get his first start. That's something that could happen. Um, but other than that, I don't think that there'll be too many changes. You might maybe see Trippier play. Ben yeah. Davis will probably come in, but I'd imagine that Toby and Yam will play again. I really want to see Vimmer because he's a good player. He looked good against Arsenal he as did, well. And we, it, he's got an opportunity, and it's so hard for him to break Yan and um, Toby. And I don't want him to, mm. but I want to. See, I just want to see him given an opportunity. Fazio, I think he'll be the first person to go. It'd be interesting to see because I think he'll either stick with Yan and Toby for Anderlecht, or he'll change them both. Yeah, I don't imagine I that, that. It, it'd be a bit so he's just sort of play one. Especially as they've been playing qualifiers as well. Yeah, um, fine. And then Bournemouth. Bournemouth. I'm hoping we score. Th- more than two goals because we, we haven't scored many recently. It should be a comfortable way. I mean, normally teams like that suit us because I don't think that they'll sit back. They've not done it all season. They'll play 4 4 2. They'll go for it. We should be able to pick them off, really. And those type of games we normally are yeah. comfortable in. It'd be very Spursy to go down there and lose 2 0 or something like that, though. Yeah. Um, the other two things I want to speak about today we're recording Wednesday, the 20th of October. And let me read you out a team from Wednesday, the 20th of October, 2010. Uh, Gomez, red card. Hutton, Bale, hmm. Gallas, Basong, Asricotu, Huddleston, who got substituted for Palacios. Lennon, Janus, Modric. Modric, who got substituted for Kudicini in the eighth minute. Crouch, and then, who, and then Keane came on for the 67th minute. Unused substitutes were Kabul, Bentley, Cranchar, and Pav. Uh, that team lost 4-3 to Inter Milan away. Where were you? Can you remember exactly where you I were? I can remember. I was in my front room. And after about 15 minutes, I think we were all pretty much in tears, thinking this is going to be How such depressing was a long night. Oh, I can't believe Modric went off. I don't remember that. Yeah. I do not remember. What are we doing? I, what are we doing? It was, Harry, come, what, what are you thinking? But, um, I really don't remember that. But I was, that felt like a win that night, though. I can remember Emma, Mrs. ASD, um, made a, a lovely risotto. She never made, hasn't made risotto since, but a beautiful risotto in, uh, where we were living in Ealing at the time. Um, at half time, she said, "I have it ready for half time." Didn't say a word. Couldn't say a word because it was it was just miserable. Um, but that that those two goals because the third one's great. But the, those two goals where he runs, unbelievable, unstoppable, unstoppable. It was the best loss we've ever had. I remember that game finished, and everyone, every Spurs fan I knew said, "I can't wait till we've got him at the lane in two weeks because we'll have him." We'll have not. I was. Everybody was so confident. Yeah. And bear in mind, we've just let him fall and lost. Yeah. Like to be that confident. And they're the treble champions. They're the champions of Europe, and they've won the the um, Serie A and their 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 cup. And their team. Let me read you out their team because 
I've lost it. I imagine it's frightening. It's not as bad as um, when the AC Milan team. AC Milan was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might even find that. So um, AC. that AC Milan team. What did it have? Thiago Silva, Seydorf, Gattuso, Ibrahimovic. I was doing the 2005 against Liverpool because it, it's still unbelievable. If you have a look at the teams uh, for Liverpool versus AC Milan in the 2005 final, so Liverpool's was crap. Dudek, Finnan, Carragher, Hupier, Traore, Alonso, Garcia, Gerard, Risa, Kuehl, Barros, right? So that this is the team for Liverpool put out. AC Milan, Dida, best goalkeeper in the world. It's Cafu. already a stronger team than Liverpool's <laughs> already. Dida, Cafu, Yapstam, Nesta, Maldini. Immediately, the best defence maybe that's ever been seen in the Champions League final. Perlo, Gattuso, Seedorf, Kaká, Shevchenko, Crespo. <laughs> they lost. It's like the team you have on Football Manager when you cheat and do all the transfers. Um, but the Inter team that played us in 2010, so five years later, was Cesar, who went on the to QPR, bigger and better things than yeah. QPR. Um, Zanetti, Lucio, Maicon, who was the best right back in the world. He was. Mm. Samuel, Chivu, Kivu. Um, Stankovic, Schneider, Coutinho, Eto, and Biabiani. I didn't know Coutinho played in that. Yeah, yeah I was watching. Either. I've got it on my phone. I got the whole game on my phone. I was watching it the other day. He didn't do much. Didn't, didn't do much. But um, I mean, tell you what, listeners, we'll read them out next week. We got a really exciting week next week. We've got our friends from. Um, uh, proud Lily White's coming in. And also, we mentioned a review that we've got on Glory Glory, uh, the website Glory Glory. He's going to come in next week. So we're going to have a couple of guests next week. So what I'd love to hear is, where were you when Bale scored that hat-trick? What do you remember? How did you feel? How did you react? Because it was the most amazing evening ever, basically. Um, fine. The other thing I was going to say was, um, there was a post on, on Reddit. You know I'm a big fan of Reddit. I'm always on Reddit. Yeah. And it was called, it was titled... Um, Positive opinion thread, and it's by Norkel Ginger. Um, half of the enjoyment is the names, you know. Um, <laughs> and he said, I think that when we start scoring goals, we're going to be a very good team. We're solid defensively, and I don't think that's a fluke. Even without Dyer, Kane will find form. It's only a matter of time. Son's going to return. Ericsson's clearly going to score a lot of goals. Um, he thinks he's going to get into double, gi- double digits, and at least eight other players are going to chip in with some goals. I think my response, and I wanted to get your opinion yeah. on wh- where's your positivity with Spurs at the moment? Like, what? What, what is making you happy? Because there's a lot of positivity around Spurs at the moment. I think Pochettino's really the first manager since I've been watching who's solidified the team defensively but has not taken a massive hit on the amount of chance we're creating. So mm. I think back to when we had AVB and we kept a lot of clean sheets with him, gave away very few chances, but we didn't create in those games. We did not create anything. like we Penalties. Penalties, it was, it was all penalties. set pieces. That was what we were relying on. Whereas now... He seems to have really, really found the balance of playing the same formation every week, solid at the back, but being able to create chances. And I think it's the same formation AVB played, the 4-2-3-1, but I think the difference is he Pochettino just plays with one sat in front of the back four, whereas AVB always had two. Yeah. So really, like, I look at us and think like we've got the balance, really, of like, the complete team. We're just short in a few areas, just a little bit of quality when we need it, but... I mean, I think it's a really exciting time for us. I, so the bit, the, one thing we always bang on about, and th- this is a, a, a remnant of Gareth um, being on the show for those who've been listening a long time, who, who worked in finance, and he 
he was very focused on money and things like this. And one thing we always discussed was you are you finish as high as your wage bill. So Spurs are the sixth highest wage bill. So if you if you finish fifth, you're overperforming. Yeah. There's a correlation across every league in Europe. Um, and so for us to not only finish above that every year is miraculous. We're beating someone else, mm. but to see that when we're cutting down the team, we're cutting the wage bill, and we're doing it through promoting youth and we're still we're seeing more consistency and higher quality defending higher quality management high quality tactics I think it's absolutely incredible I don't think people are giving Poch the recognition that he's deserving but what I like about that is it, it's because he's not in the media he's not Harry Redknapp he's not he's not shouting his mouth off he's not um, he hasn't got the quotes in the media like Tim shows he's not bringing attention to himself he's just doing the job I think as well like it's literally everybody at the club is in a win-win position because you think from the fans point of view we're seeing great football we're seeing young players come through yeah. which is which is all we want to see and then you think from a business point of view so Levy will be looking at it and we know he's He's all about the money. Yeah, yeah. He's thinking, if I can really not give him any money to work with, which is Pochettino's barely had any money. He's, yeah. What he's spent is because he's sold. To then be able to bring through players like Deli Alley, what do we spend about five million on him? Yeah. Levy will be looking at that and he'll be thinking, in three or four years, I could get over 30 million for him. Yeah. That, that's the way he works. Yeah. We won't get into whether that's right or wrong now, no. but that's the way <laughs> he works. So really, there's nobody at the club that will be thinking... This isn't an exciting time. This guy shouldn't be managing the club. On. You are bang on. I, I, we said it before against City. Dyer and Ali in the middle, less than £10 million. Kept Aguero quiet. Kept Silva wasn't playing, but kept um, Sterling quiet. It was. It, there's so much to be excited about. Our and future. this team's only going to get better as well. The longer yeah. they play together. Imagine four years' time. Four years' time when you've got Dyer at 25, 26. You've got Ali at 24. Ericsson at 28, 29. I mean, it's Kane at 25, like properly hitting the Bale will be back by then Bale as well. Bale will be playing back, off the managing. Right. Oh, playing off the right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Klinsman will be manager, <laughs> all of that. Um, that was that. The other thing I was going to talk about, we were going to talk about, was the Fancy League. Are you going to talk about Fancy League? Okay, Sorry, got, have, is there an, is, have we got an update? If we can, you can you pull I it will up? Get can you get it up the yeah, yeah. I'm only only bring it up because I'm doing quite well at the moment. Uh, the, in the episode that um, got lost into the nether, uh, I was quite rude about your dad. So sorry, really Mr. Latchford. Yeah, because I was beating him. So let's have a look. So echoes. Of Hopefully, you're still in front of him. Uh, yeah, let's have a look. So number, w- what are we? Oh, Bradley Briggs must have had a, uh, a surge yesterday. So Daniel Hearn, purple cane. Let's have a look at his team. He's number one. So he's got Payet, and that's it from our, from London. Apart from. Scott Dan. So he hasn't got any Arsenal players. So Dan of the show. Then you are second. Only two points oh, behind. Second. You are Super. joint second with uh, Van. Then first listener, Bradley Briggs. Just ahead of me. Um, I've got, I'm not going to lie, I've got uh, Sanchez. Turned it around. I've yeah. got Sanchez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I won't <laughs> be counted. And then Chris Peace. Um, Paul Burkett. Mr. Latchford. <laughs> I love it. It's called Mr. Latchford's Eleven. He as named well. it specifically I love for that. the show. Uh, Brian Sevilla, Carl Woodbridge, Dan Chambers, Ola Holtman, Sam Latchford, Biggie Singh Johol, Brian Anderson, friend of the show, Javad, who was propping up the rear, but in true Stato fashion, in absolute last bottom, terrible place, is uh, our very own Mr. Stato Andrew. So I'm, I'm very much enjoying that. His team. 
Uh, Hart, Sanya, Azpilicueta, Damian, Toby, Stones, Barkley, Mares, Ayu, Martial, Kane. I mean, just poor, who plays poor, five really, defenders. Yeah, bad, really bad poor. Um That's it for this week. Is there anything else you want to cover? I don't think so. No, we haven't got a quiz because there's only two of us and we don't know what we're talking <laughs> about. Uh, so thanks for listening. Don't forget, I'm at Bright Lily White. You are at Latchford J. Uh, the show is at underscore Echoes of Glory. If you want to come on, let us know. If you want uh, us to talk about anything, let us know. If you want to set the first question, let us know. We're here for you. And don't forget, the future's bright, the future's Lily White. Come on, you Spurs. Gaza's top free kick at Wembley Aussie's knees have gone all trembly And the team requires assembly Danny Montlower Local boy Ledley King Greavesy scoring everything Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle Lee Young-Kyo Casey Keller, USA Woodgate is not fit to play Tramatini, Cudicini Freddie Canute Gary Mavitt in Chilin Sergi Rembo for the win Run for me, Nick on me, 4-3 Stout Terry Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hart Lane Lineker playing fair Modric here, there, everywhere Pat Jennings, luscious hair Super Vertonghen Kaliachenko, number nine Nine from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals on wheels Legend Steve Perryman MBE Hugo Loris clean sheet Ball and Stefan Dalmatti I'm playing out White Hart Lane Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won In 1961 Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and Wheel knew his passport said to Spain Berbatov turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley we lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's Cockney raves Chirpy the Cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway. Carol Pumbling the same. Clattenburg doesn't give the goal. Abizela's work of art. Tricky Rafa van der Vaart. He's got no head, but we don't care. Martin, Martin, yo. Lily White's from White Hart Lane. Reto Ziegler sounded just like Ziegler. Getting to the grounds of pain. Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy into Equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel at Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, Don't Come Back And Asimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardlister's distribution Jermaine Defoe He's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white 
we sold to Cora and we dropped some more Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad the sticker was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar David Dreadlocks Palacios Stripey Socks Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay picking fights European glory nights Terry Dyson go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing Dean Richards, John White, legendary Lily White. How dare I forget? Who dare is to do? Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Alan Gilsey. Lily White from White on Lane. Yuki Soda, Bentley's free kick over. We treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. Liam Walker's page three goals. Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife Edrington loved the bookies Andy Reid loved the cookies Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game Heroes in blue and white When I feel depressed in Cochinola undressed Point won't give up the fight Wolfox never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot AVB's deep spot David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call, Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall, Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision, Howard Webb's bad decision Raman Vega playing Sega, Sandro's kung fu kick Eric Torsdale looking swell Espen Barson, Leonard and Smith and Shepard's bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue we love to win style, we've done it for a while It's better to rain playing high Then our football story will echo with glory Lily wants from white on main If the budget allows, the anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Henson, 44 If he were here, we'd find a boy a beer Heroes in white and blue this one's for Billy Nick, it's the ball did the trick He showed the world what's for to do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I get to white hot lane Heroes in white and blue We like to win in style, we've done it for a while it's better to aim, play it high Then our football story will